0: Coming up on this week's show, we talk about Stephen Moffat talking about returning to Doctor Who alongside Russell T. Davis. Big finish and their upcoming Doctor Who range. And who could be the 14th Doctor? Has Russell T. Davis actually told us? Yes, he has. I'm the Doctor. I'm a time lord.
1: I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Casterburys. I hope the ears are a bit less conspicuous this time. You might be a Doctor but I am.
0: I'm a doctor. There's probably not the one you expect. Absolutely fantastic. All of time and space, everything that
2: ever
1: happened or ever will. Where do you want to start? Hello everybody and welcome back to Bigger on the Inside, the new Who Doctor Watch Along Podcast. I am Harry here after a week, joined as always by Tim. How are you doing? Oh,
0: It's nice to have you back, Harry.
1: Yeah, it is nice to be back. Harrison's a
0: terrible, terrible person. I know, I know. I
1: don't know why you keep him around, Tim. It's, it's a liability. He is. He's a liability. He, he goes too loud. He's he, drunk. He's yeah, and not to mention the lines of cocaine. It's
0: unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. Very unprofessional. Not to mention and illegal. Yeah. Also,
0: no. um, coming up on today's episode, we're not doing a season eleven again. We're doing um, the Ark in Space part two. That's with me and Harrison.
1: <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because uh, we, we, is it? We're having a bit of a break before we're going into yeah, Series so season, five.
0: See, oh yeah. Series five. Sorry. We'll yeah. start um, in the new year. In the new year. Yeah. yeah. Like first week in the new year. Yeah. Is my Which means
1: because we've already recorded the eleventh hour, and remember that contextually, <laughs> you were acting as if we'd we were going to be doing it the next week, so that's yeah. going to make zero sense. <laughs> I mean, get around to actually including that in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... But I feel like, honestly, we could do with a bit of a break from working through Doctor Who. I feel like when we get to that episode, you'll probably be able to tell that there's a bit of fatigue. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we were excited to go into the new era, but I think after the whole, all of RTD1, I think yeah. we were starting to lag a bit. Yeah, think so mean, I maybe already.
0: we should have. Recorded it a bit later. I mean, we
1: could re record it on the hour Nah. Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have to find out when we re record stuff, it doesn't have the same. That's true. When I mean, we re record, it's that's... never
1: as good. Nah. Dalek Revisited is probably our worst installment. <laughs> it's not as bad as
0: original Dalek. Well,
1: that's because the audio was The like... audio
0: was bad. I had chronic backache. Do you mm. remember? I had to lay down for most of
1: it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I always feel bad about that because Dar, I like like that story yeah. so much, and I feel like I did a big disservice to. Do you it.
0: think that um, Eve of Dar- Eve of the Daleks, looks a bit like Dalek?
1: No, not at all.
0: Well, I think it does because they it seem to be understand. within within a base, and there's oh yeah, it's like Daleks, F, isn't yeah. it? Okay, yeah.
1: So it, they should just call it Daleks, like the aliens, the sequel to Alien. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, hello there. You've me in my local public library. I was just catching up on some of the mail and feedback we've been getting from some of our listeners. Let me read this one to you. This is the best podcast ever. I'm working backwards. Comes from Thomas. We always love getting your mail, so keep sending it across in the comments, Twitter, and on Instagram, or even on our email. Well right right, I guess. Should we do some Doctor Who news, Harry? Yes. I imagine we've got loads of
1: it. We have got a fair few, to be fair. Uh, so first up, we've got uh, Mandip Gill talking about her future with the show after 2022.
0: I imagine she's finished, she's been around for three seasons, and she wants to move on to bigger and better things. Mandip
1: says otherwise. Who? Cool. So Mandip has said... In your Mandip Gill voice. I don't have a Mandip Gill voice, you've <laughs> established this.
0: Just do rigor style, we didn't have any impressions last week.
1: What's great about Doctor Who is that the audience is always so open to older new characters all the time. They don't need a whole new cast every time it starts with a new Doctor. I've looked, I've loved every minute of the journey, and actually, that'd be some time in the future that that would happen. But I'd never, say never.
0: So she would like to stay.
1: Basically, um, the kind of thing that I'm vibing getting from Manip, and I think I've got it before this uh interview is that. Mandip is very excited about Russell returning and wouldn't mind uh, sticking around. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. Russell is a big deal. He's a great writer. Who wouldn't want to work with him? Yeah. That makes me wonder how Yaz exits the series. Yeah, maybe it ends on a kind of note of ambiguity. Yeah,
0: maybe she doesn't die.
1: That's why I don't think Mandip was ever. I don't think Yaz was ever going to die. I thought she might sacrifice herself for the Doctor. you think? Well, should we should we talk a little bit about the end of Flux? Cause yeah, because to... I've not talked about my thoughts on Flux. Go on, then. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say. I feel like, honestly, my feelings on Flux at the start pretty much continued through to the end. It was a pretty consistent series, possibly the most consistent series of Doctor Who. Yeah. Obviously, it was all written by Chris. So it was all very much that same quality and kind of... I feel like it just followed through on what it promised right to the end. It didn't exceed my expectations, but it definitely didn't un- go underneath them. Yeah. Like, I was satisfied yeah. with
0: Lux. What did you think? Did you think they were going to kiss?
1: Uh, no, I've heard some people saying that they're sensing some sort of romantic thing. Between, between... that
0: scene at the end, I've, there was definitely a uh, uh, an underlying romantic thing. I, I didn't, really didn't, I didn't sense think that. she was going to
1: See you soon. No, I, I sense that they obviously really deeply value each like other. I feel like was going to say something, but then Dan goes. I mean, there's a possibility that Yaz was going to say something. But yeah. I, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Um, to me, it doesn't feel that way. I mean, I can see totally why it has been interpreted by some viewers that way as there being an, a hint at romance, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But at the same time, I wouldn't. Feel like I was massively deprived of anything yeah. if they don't follow through on the yeah. possible I would like
0: them to see them do it just because it's something so different in the show. Yeah, um, and I feel like it's just quite refreshing just yeah. to see something like that. I mean, we've all had just like right, and, and all the, all the cis boys, all all the the woke the wokers out there. What all the two two women on a on a on a, on a children's show traveling through space and time that like love each. Nothing thank you.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure Moffat did that already, didn't he? Yeah,
0: well, not, well, Doctor Who hasn't been as good since John Nathan Tanner. <laughs> That's what they all say. Uh, Who, who's they, Tim? Oh, the commoners. Every every hour my phone goes off. Beep, beep. You got a common. Oh, cool. What a nice supportive thing. This Of course Peter Capaldi's not going back to Doctor Who. He, he knows it's woke and he's not going to be associated with
1: something as garbage as this. I think you've been reading too many comments, Tim. They're,
0: they're what come up on my phone. They're ours. they on our videos.
1: Yeah. So do, do you read all the comments? Yeah, I have
0: to. Do you have Otherwise to? Otherwise the notification stays there.
1: I mean, could you not just like leave the notification unread? Yes, it does my head in.
0: Oh. Little number one in the corner all the time.
1: is there no option to turn off the notification for comments. You can't just turn them off for the college. you have to turn them off for the whole app. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked Flux. Yeah, I liked Flux.
0: Yeah. Uh, how would you feel then about yeah sticking around? I generally don't think I'd mind it.
1: I wouldn't mind it, but I'd be very surprised if it would happen. I know you shouldn't probably look at the series of the, like, the history of the show as a reference, because obviously anything could change at any point, as is always the case with Doctor Who. But um, I feel that uh, judging from how showrunners in the past have done it, um, they always have a completely new slate, new doctor, new companion. Obviously that wasn't the original plan with Moffat, but it kind of set a precedent when he cast Matt Smith and also had the new companions and etc. So I would be very surprised and kind of I'd be surprised if Russell's plans include Yaz. Um, because I just feel like he would rather just do his own thing.
0: Yeah, I think he will. I'd be surprised if she was there, but if she if she is. I, I quite we haven't seen Characters continue into new showrunners. I would mm. quite like to see that.
1: We have characters returning, of course. Like
0: yeah, but to actually see a an overarch thing.
1: Mm. Yeah, the closest we've really had is, I guess, River Song. But that was more kind yeah. of like
0: and David Tennant nearly stayed for that Moffat series mm. to sort of ease the transition, um, which would have been interesting.
1: Yeah, but yeah. And
0: then I wonder if you would have looked at that and gone.
1: I feel like our outlook on the show and kind of the exchanging of showrooms would be very different if that had happened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we'd see it as a much more kind of passing of the torch evolution rather than a Hard huge reboot. Yeah, like yeah. a shift and change.
0: Yeah. yeah. I like Dan.
1: Yeah, I like Dan. I'm I'm really (laughs) really glad that Dan is actually staying, because I was expecting Dan to be gone after Flux.
0: Yeah, you did. I remember you saying that. I was like, nah, he's going to be around for a while. I'm glad.
1: I'm really glad that Dan is seemingly going to stick around for the specials. Yeah,
0: do you think he's going to be? I hope he's in the New Year's. Sorry, not the... the, uh, When I say New Year's, I mean 2022 special. He's in the centenary. Yeah, the centenary and the Easter one. I mean,
1: from what we've seen of kind of leaked set photos of Dan with Graham... I
0: Oh yeah, of course, yeah. I'm yeah, kind yeah. of
1: feeling that the centenary special as a last story will have the Doctor, Yaz, Dan, Graham and Ryan yeah, all yeah. back.
0: I think Ryan will Ryan will zoom in. I don't think he's actually gonna be there. I like isn't isn't um Tolson calls it he's, like America now, isn't he? Yeah.
1: I mean I they couldn't kind of, I mean I know did that for um Twice right. upon a time, then they have Jenna Coleman do a thing on a green screen. Yeah,
0: but she was meant to be like a hologram anyway, so it sort of works. Yeah. I feel like the doctor will be like, What's this on what? what's this on my display? Maybe it'll
1: be And he will be like
0: Hello doctor, it's me, Ryan, Ryan and I'm just saying goodbye. What? And she'll be like, Oh cheers Ryan, thank you. That's <laughs> really
1: lovely. Are you doing impressions now, Tim? That's Ryan. Okay. The doctor,
0: I can't believe we haven't
1: done this thing. He uh, 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 uh. mumbles. Um, he is—he is, he, he is pretty low register that yeah. he talks with. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. Uh, 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 uh. That's a bit, uh, on the cruel <laughs> side, Tim. What other news do we have, Harold?
0: Um, Tolly Cole's going on the podcast next week. Yeah,
1: I'm sure you will be thrilled <laughs> after that display. Um. So uh this is something that you put in I'm not entirely sure why. Uh Craig Parkinson, who played the Grand Serpent. Yes. Uh he was on uh was it this morning that <laughs> <Dad> did... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like, did that, like, massively break the mic? Doesn't matter. No. It's
0: worth it for the This Morning theme tune. Hello to all our American listeners who probably don't know what This Morning is. Do you want to explain to them what This Morning is? It's like a... I or guess like it's a... a mag- morning Morning America. Yeah,
1: it's like a breakfast show, kind of a magazine show. It comes on said? at
0: about 10 o'clock, doesn't it? It goes yeah. off about one-ish. Yeah. They talk to celebrities and do recipes and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Is it kind of like... Is that what, like, Ellen's sort of is to them, or...? Yeah, but
0: This Morning's good. It's not hosted by an arsehole. Mm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Craig Parkinson was on, and uh, one of the hosts to Dermot O'Leary. Dermot O'Didley. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, what? Dermot O'Didley. I've never heard that before.
0: Yeah, That's, I've always called him Dermot O'Didley.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. But anyway, Dermot asked him if he could see himself playing the uh, fourteenth Doctor, and he didn't really respond to it. He just kind of smiled. But ad- That's
0: just no. He's not going to be the fourteenth Doctor. No. But I think he would make a good Doctor. Yeah,
1: I think down the line. I mean, you know, I mean, I think it's didn't uh, Didn't Colin Baker play a villain in the show before he was he cast did, as a was Doctor? but it like
0: a one-episode thing, whereas Craig Parkinson was like an overarching series mega-villain, wasn't Yeah,
1: he? yeah, I mean, there were actually a lot of villains in flux.
0: There was the Sontarans, the Weeping Angels, the Grand, the Grand Serpent, Serpent,
1: the Ravagers, Swarm and Azura, yep, the Ravagers... The Mask,
0: uh, uh, not the Mask, uh, Passenger.
1: Yeah. Time. Yep. Oh, um,
0: Chris uh, Chindler is probably the biggest villain of the lot. Like, ruling the show, ruling the history, shitting all over Hartnell. Have some respect.
1: Tim, the comments. <laughs> These are the comments, Tim.
0: Yeah. Whenever I feel it's appropriate, I'll just read out some comments in my head.
1: All right. Yeah, but it yeah, I opens so like Craig Parks and playing a doctor. But obviously based on kind of what he's best known for which is kind of playing arseholes evil arseholes it would be a different take for him and possibly a different take on the Doctor but I'd be open to it
0: what do you feel about about the Grand Sermon just being put on that rock and just sent into space
1: I feel like it's a suitable thing. I like the fact that kind of the 13th Doctor sometimes has these moments of real kind of just like (laughs) (laughs) Haha, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Jesse <I> just these <laughs> just does not care. Yeah, yeah.
0: I also like the fact that he's over there, so he can come back. Yeah. Because I really liked him.
1: Yeah, he was cool. I feel like she must almost have been aware there's potential for him yeah. to come back. Whereas Swarm and Azure can't really come back. Well, we spoke about this last dead. week,
0: and Harrison was like, he was a bit disappointed by that because they just sort of get wrapped up mm. literally. Yeah. And then that was it. He was like, "Ah, oh, I wanted something a bit more spectacular, really, for those two.
1: Mm. Because they were good villains. Like that's the funny thing I will say about Flux that we really delivered on is that it had I really enjoyed the villains the, yeah. and the original villains, not just the returning. Sontaran. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: yeah, they were great. Yeah, all good stuff.
1: Yeah. Did you talk about the the, the chocolate loving Santarin last week?
0: What did you think of that?
1: I thought it was funny. Yeah, we
0: liked it. was it, yeah.
1: bizarre and out of nowhere. And I see where his eyes are like. Whoa. Chocolate and I'm like, what is happening? I kind of just like I was questioning it at first, but by the end of that scene, I was just like, yeah. It's very, sure. it's very
0: uncomfortable to watch. I felt I felt uneasy watching it.
1: But in like a good way, a little bit, yeah. I, I kind of like it when Chibnall does stuff like that in his Doctor Who, where he kind of like it includes a really weird, like that um that force. was he called? Like the um the guy who could uh, foresee things. What episode? Episode. Five of this series, yeah. They got one at the top of the mountain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where him uh, just like yeah. this really random guy, like teasing them, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, I'm teasing you. I, yeah. I just really enjoy when Chimble just every now and then just drops a what the fuck moment like that. Yeah, so it just completely takes me off guard because normally he plays things pretty straight, so those always are like, Where am I right now? And I really enjoy that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, anyway, we've got a Dalek update.
0: That's the, 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 what they do these days.
1: Um, I don't know, they've been out of the public eye for a while, um, so, yeah, uh, We've got chi- miniguns now. Yes, the, this is called the execute <laughs> Is that your minigun? <laughs> Tim, why should we aim that thing? <laughs> Tim, the walls! <gasps> Tim, the foam. Watch out, Tim! The church! Get in the church! <laughs> we did it. It was a reference. <laughs> We made the reference. I saw. I was
0: good that one as well. Yay. That famous episode of Doctor 2 where Rose is machine gunning down the street and I put the to everybody to in <laughs> sh- oh, that- Rose, put it, you don't know what you're doing, Rose! i got to save my dad, Doctor! No, Rose!
1: i save my dad! I'm going to blow that camera up! <laughs> I can't try to run over my Dad, Doctor. Why did I make a rose northern all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. Try to run over my dad, Doctor. And the only way to stop it once and for all is for blowing the shit out of it it's with this machine No rules,
0: it's a rare Ford Granada. You can't rule Okay,
1: it's a shitty, shitty fucking bang bang, Doctor. <laughs> it ran over my dad. <laughs> I feel like Camille gave a real standout performance in that episode. <laughs> I feel like it really kind of resonated really touched the heart good stuff yeah what are the Daleks doing Harry uh yes <laughs> <laughs> uh Chibnall talked about uh the new uh restoration of Daleks which did is did you listen to last week's podcast even though you were on it I listened to like the short clip oh uh, okay yeah so no I did not listen to the <laughs> whole hour no why not I have a life
0: what are you saying about the people who listen to this
1: I don't know I I, I just I don't know um I'll... I mean I listen I listen to you talk like every week. Why would I listen to you talk and not be part of the conversation? You
0: could turn it down when Harrison speaks <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just say your own little lines. Yeah, <laughs> just insert myself, just make a Harry cut, yeah. where I cut myself into the podcast. Hello, it's me, Harry, here the whole time.
0: What up, computer geeks? It's Tim here, and I'm currently sat in a tech hub of Bigger on the Inside. The guys and gals who work down here want me to tell you how you can contact the show anytime. any time, either by Instagram and Twitter. Just follow us by searching for at Bigger on the Pod. If that's not good enough for you, how about sending us an email, Big on the inside pod at gmail.com. So, you had the Daleks here? Yeah.
1: yeah, um, uh, Christian Balls introduced a new version of Daleks. I missed for... out
0: on meeting um, Craig Charles this week. Really? You know, from Robot Wars and Red Dwarf. Yeah, how'd that, how that happen? He was DJing at a club I work at, but I had to work at another club. He DJs? Yeah, he does his Radio 2 show, doesn't he? Oh,
1: yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. So,
0: he does like his funk and soul. Mm. And he was at one club that I work at, but I was at another club. And then when he finished that club, he then went for a drink at another club I work at. Ah. So out of the three places I work, I happen to be at the one he didn't turn up at. Do you like Red Dwarf? Love Red Dwarf. I've never seen it. (gasps) Really? Yeah. I... It's cold outside, there's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone, more or less, let me fly far away from here, sun, sun, su- uh, in the sun, 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 let me lie shipwrecked in chromatose, drinking fresh mango juice. Goldfish goes nibbling at my toes. Fun, fun, fun. Do, do, do. The sun, sun, sun. Do, do, do. Fun, fun, fun. Do, do, do. Sun, sun,
1: sun. Do, do, do. This podcast episode has been copyright-striked by UKTV <laughs> for use of their intellectual property. <laughs>
0: How you have never seen Went to War? I
1: mean, I've seen the odd episode now and again. It seems funny, but I've never properly watched it. Oh. Ah. Yeah. The Execution Daleks. Let me... Th- <laughs> Do you just not want to talk about the Execution Daleks? I don't know what this is about. Well, it's Chris Schimmel talking about how in the new special, as the, the Execution Daleks are those new redesigned Daleks with the turrets. What's he calling them? The Execution Daleks? Yeah, that's what I called them. The like the Execution Squad. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. And that, that, that's pretty much all we know. What's his quote? Oh, is there a quote? Most of it's just kind of describing them, but there's no read point it. In describing
0: them.
1: I guess we do. Um, he said, I think it's always good to delineate and make specific the Daleks we meet at any point. This doesn't sound like Chris Chibnall. What does Chris Chibnall sound like? He sounds like Paul McCartney. I think it's always good to delineate and make specific the Daleks we meet at any point. These are the bronze Daleks, which we've only really glimpsed in recent years. But in this episode, we have an execution squad, armed with rapid-fire multi-blast weapons that make them even deadlier than standard Daleks. This is the New Year's Eve countdown, while you're stuck somewhere, the Daleks coming afield on you.
0: Yeah, it's not good, that one. It wasn't very good, was it? Sounded more like Crispin Rolf, who was a local news reporter. Oh, wow.
1: well, at least it sounds like something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. I like it a little. He's what. What I will say about this era is that the des- redesigns have always been good.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting that this isn't like a complete overhaul, like with resolution, but it's a kind of a almost a not a recolor. Yeah. But kind of a rethinking of the bronze RTD era. Do you dialects? think we'll
0: get we'll see a, another prime minister? Because last last year we had that Theresa May type character. Do you think this year we're going to get a Boris Johnson type character?
1: I've got a bad question. Um, by the time Evil of the Darks* comes out, will Boris Johnson even the, be Prime, Prime Minister?
0: <laughs> Do you see that picture i got linked to him his quiz? Yeah, I did. Yeah, what a fucking asshole.
1: I, I can't remember the last time, like, or even if there has been a time where a nation has so unanimously. I mean, I'm sure there are still some people defending him, but the discourse you see is like just the nation has unanimously just turned against yeah, Boris Johnson. Yeah, it? Yeah.
0: I feel like it's a right-wing thing to say you don't want your vaccine and you don't want your jab, but then he's a right-winged man, like the Tories are right-winged, and it's like even the right-winged people are now turning totally against him. It's crazy. That said, go get your fucking jabs. Yes. Um, <laughs>
1: if we're doing recommendations this week, my recommendation would be... We will. We'll save it right to the end, because yeah. I do
0: want to do some recommendations this week. Yeah, yeah. Because... But mine will be the Harrison. booster jab. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll say it. I you didn't hear that. Okay. Act surprised later, guys, when yeah. he says it again. S- spoilers, <laughs> sweetie.
1: Wink, sexy womanly. Yeah, come on, that, come that's, on. that's what Moffat wrote in his script. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's everything about the uh, execution dialects. Oh, ah, yeah, nice. Should be cool. Nice, what's next? Next is a big finish update. The update is big finish is still going to be a thing.
0: They've still got their Doctor Who license.
1: That's right. The uh, Doctor Who license for Big Finish has been extended to 2030, to the surprise of, I imagine, nobody.
0: Yeah, which is good news. Yeah,
1: it means we get more classic Doctors, we get more Eccleston, more David Tennant. Hopefully Smith and Capaldi. I can imagine, you think, before 2030? I should probably say. I can imagine we'll get Smith. (laughs) Unless, I don't know, because he's going up and up in the world into... So
0: was David Tennant. And now look at him. Having to stand in an audience to watch Adele sing.
1: Why do you, what do you mean has? I'm sure that was a great night for him. <laughs> I don't like Adele. Do you not like Adele? Yeah,
0: not really. Really?
1: Yeah. What do you not like about Adele? It, sounds, it all sounds the same. You think so? Yeah! I'd, I'd say that, like, you know...
0: Don't like Ed Sheeran either. If you don't like Ed Sheeran? Nope.
1: No, I'm I'm hearing more and more people who say you're fans of Ed Sheeran.
0: What do you think of his new
1: Christmas song? So it's generic Christmas song I've not ever. listened to any of uh, Equals. no. I, you know what I'm annoyed by? He's got Elton John. In Let it. me tell you something that J- Elton John is clubbing with everyone now. I don't like that dual leaper version of Rocket Man. And um, I think it's gonna, gonna be a long, long time. Till to touchdown
0: touch brings me round again to fight. I'm not the man they think I am at home. I know, no, no. no. I don't <laughs> like that. Why
1: don't they say I'm, I'm a Rocket, Rocket Man? man. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like it just it just is nowhere is does not touch the original song. No, it doesn't come close. And then he
0: got the award for it when it went to number one.
1: Do like, Elton John gets a new number one. I, Why? I guess it's because like he produced it and it is his song. Yeah, but he's not even singing it. But I imagine like he's the guy who produced it. Juulipa should have got the award. It's her song. Okay, I mean I don't know. I don't really know that much about Juulipa.
0: It was like when I did that video. This is completely out of context. I recently filmed... For, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners now. Okay. I recently filmed a, a full live performance for a society at the university. And at the end, they brought me on stage and gave me big crate of beers in front of everybody. It was very nice. But then I had the awkward feeling of going, well, they've given me the beers, but I also have two camera assistants with me. Luckily, they, neither of them drink, so I got to keep the beers anyway. But my full intention was to keep the beers for myself. Yeah. Because I sort of thought, Steven Spielberg doesn't share his Oscars.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's fair. I can't remember what we we're talking about while I'm now giving this analogy. Um, well, we Oh, we we're talking about Ellen How did we get
1: to Ellen John? I can't remember. I honestly can't Christmas remember. Christmas songs,
0: Adele, oh, David Tennant, just... oh, yeah. Big Finish. Ed...
1: <laughs> yeah, right, I didn't even get to say what I wanted to say about, um, Ed Sheeran's albums. Go on. This is the thing that annoys me. Um, so he had Plus. We're going to
0: start this segment again in a minute. Yeah, but anyway.
1: <laughs> Ed Sheeran, he had, he, like, he had... One of his first albums was Plus, and he had like Div, uh, Multiply, and Subtract, yeah. now Equals. He skipped Subtract. Where is the Subtract album, Edward? he's going to do it next. But he, he went to Equals. Next he'll be doing like Square Root. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Ed Sheeran's next album is going to be called Square Root.
0: I think it's going to be called Brackets.
1: You mean ratio? Or ratio? Maybe ratio? No, just brackets. Okay. I think it'd be funny if, like, HM just did an album called a Ratio just because of what ratio means in online discourse now.
0: Cool. Should we go back to Big Finish? Yeah. Start it again. We got because this is going to be one of the videos. Is it really? Week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly but Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant in the thumbnail. Yes.
1: So Doctor Who's audio adventures are going to continue through to 2030. Big Finish, the production company that makes all of the uh, Doctor Who kind of radio specials. Well, I don't. You can't really call them radio specials. Audio. Audio dramas, audio dramas um, have had their Doctor Who license renewed through to 2030. Hooray! I mean, I don't think it's surprising. They've been doing this since like what the 90s. Yeah. The year wilderness years. Just
0: before the TV movie.
1: Yeah, and they've always been consistently really highly acclaimed. So it
0: just And we've spoken about some on the show. We did the Eccleston stuff. Mm. Me and Harrison have done, um, we've sort of battled with Big Finish stuff. Like, he does classic stuff, I do the new stuff. Yeah. It's always been really, really well done.
1: Yeah, and it's great. They have a great line of doctors, actors involved. We've got, of course, um, Pete Davidson, McCoy, Baker, McGann. Tom Baker's been doing them as well. And obviously David Tennant, and most recently Christopher Eccleston. Yeah,
0: so let's hope Matt Smith. I can see Matt Smith doing it. I can't see Capaldi doing
1: it. I feel like maybe Capaldi still needs more time away from the show.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Whereas Matt Smith, I feel like...
0: Yeah, she'll be in there. Mandip. Do you think so? Mandip, John, and Jericho.
1: I can see, because I know that Jodie herself has done a lot of stuff like video games and um, time fracture. So I can see Jodie sticking around doing Big Finish. Maybe it won't be a few years from... I feel
0: like it'll be maybe sooner than normal. Do You
1: think so? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like Jodie has genuinely really enjoyed being involved with Doctor Who, even though she's not come from a place of fandom like someone like David Tennant did.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like she has really grown to love Doctor Who and what yeah. it means to people.
0: What do you hope we're going to see then from Big Finish?
1: Um, I just guess, like, more stories. We love stories. Any,
0: any particular stories? Do you think they're going to do something special for the 60th? I don't know. I'd be they surprised. Did they for they... the 40th, I think.
1: Yeah, did the, they, did, the they 50, did a thing for the 50th, didn't they? Yeah. They did like, short stories involving every Doctor. Oh, did they? Something like that, okay, yeah. Cool. And like, they all kind of interlinked.
0: 60th is coming up, so hopefully...
1: They'll have things planned.
0: David Tennant, Christopher Eccleston.
1: That would be the dream. The I dream think whatever would be... you,
0: the Doctors you don't see on TV, you'll get through Big yeah. Finish. But the
1: dream would be a Eccleston-Tennant crossover in Big Finish. Yeah. Unless it happens in the show. Yeah. Which could happen... It could happen. I hope so. I hope so.
0: I'd like them... To, I'm trying to think in the new series what they could expand on. I really think you could do stuff with, you know, with Jericho mm. and Yaz and Dan going yeah. on their adventures and stuff like that. mean, realize... also it depends what the gap is between um, Flux Chapter 6 and Eve of the Daleks. Because if they're continuing then it's going to be really hard to fit stories in.
1: Yeah, I feel like they'll give an indication of some kind of space of time. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah.
0: Because I was thinking when I was watching, I was like, big finish aren't going to be able to fit anything in. Yeah, which is why <laughs> I
1: guess I'm glad that characters like Dan are going to get a chance to stick around. Yeah, yeah. So there's room for that down the line.
0: Yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Maybe just a Dan audio series, just him living alone. What
1: about a Dan and Donna audio series?
0: What, where they just cross paths?
1: Yeah. And they, Could it...
0: be called Double Ds.
1: Hmm, now I don't like it. <laughs> now I don't like it. I I changed my mind. No, I like that, yeah. I'm sure you do, Tim.
0: (laughs) No, there's, like, there is... I think there's good... Sometimes I see with Big Finish, I'm like, sometimes I feel like they're just crossing over characters for the sake of crossing over characters.
1: Are you excited for the um, Doctor's Daughter and Lady Christina crossover, Tim? Is that actually happening? No, Uh, I just know that that would push buttons. Yeah, it would, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, But it's like, sometimes I'll see, like, Paul McGann's Doctor crossing over with, like, certain things, or, like... Or sometimes I, I feel like sometimes they maybe go too heavy with characters we don't really care that much about. I mean, he's another thing like that he the police on... officer from the first episode of Torchwood. Do they do that? Yeah, he, he's like returned through Big Finish and stuff. Okay.
1: To do like supernatural things? I don't know.
0: He's okay. usually like a supporting character. Right. I'm not sure he's really good, but as an outsider, sometimes it comes across as a bit cash grabby. Hmm. If you, I don't mean that in a horrible way.
1: It kind of reminds me of the Star Wars thing where like every. Like, every background character in, like, the cantina scene now has, like, a detailed backstory. Really? An expanded Star Wars oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's well. like, I guess it's cool for people who are really into that universe, but Yeah, for people, like, I know I'm making a you podcast, so I, I, I can't say I'm not a fan, but I guess I'm a more casual fan. Yeah. um, I don't need to know every detail. we only deep dive, we
0: only really deep dive on stuff when we do a video on it. Yeah, totally. But like 90% of the time, I'm just watching it going, cool, let's go talk about that. I'd very rarely very ready to go back and go, but why did he have a blue gun in this scene? And then later on, he had a green gun. Uh, there's a
1: canon explanation. Ah, yeah, it's canon it, as well. It, <laughs> the answer is Bigger Luke. It was Bigger uh, Luke. Bigger
0: Luke all the time. Yeah, yeah it was always Bigger Luke. What other news do so we have? Harry, um, my boy?
1: We have some stuff from Stephen Moffat. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Um, he's a guy I think he wrote for the show at one point. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, very long time oh, yeah. ago, back in, like, 2016.
0: What's old uh, Moffat got to say for himself? Well... Kelly Head and Moffat.
1: Stephen Moffat recently had a Q- another Q&A with the Oxford Union, and obviously he was asked about the possibility of coming back, and he responded, to I vote... Li- li- hmm? To life. Coming back to life. There was the ghost of Stephen Moffat.
0: Moffat. He was just like, Ooh...
1: Ooh. Stephen Moffat responded, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> And he actually responded, I've only just left. I mean, it feels like yesterday. I think Doctor Who fans will be throwing themselves off buildings if I came back. What?
0: A bit extreme, isn't it?
1: It is a little extreme. When we,
0: when we were like, we'd love to see Moffat come back and do a couple of episodes under RTD. It'd be great.
1: Yeah, I'd in be happy to go back. Yeah. But he said, no, it's not in my immediate plans. For Russell, Doctor Who is over ten years ago. For me, it's three or four years. And I mean, that really does at my age feel like yesterday. I haven't got perspective on it yet. Maybe the beginning of the Matt Smith stuff starts to feel like a different life. But it feels like nothing ago that I was doing it.
0: It Hasn't been three years, it's been way more than that, hasn't it?
1: Um I guess like,
0: like four or five, hasn't it?
1: I think four years.
0: But I, I, I mean, I'd like, I don't necessarily know if I'd like to see him as a showrunner
1: no. yet, mm.
0: um, but, um, you know, to come and do a couple of episodes. Yeah, totally. yeah well, I like
1: that. he did during the original Russell. Yeah,
0: as well. Mm. Um, and obviously, I'd really like to have to keep some new writers as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'd be surprised if Maxine Alderton didn't come back to write something, because she's been really well received.
0: Paul Cornell. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. That's he's, what we've been asking for. I mean, he's been
1: talking about Flux a lot himself. Yeah. Yeah, he was a big fan of Flux. He
0: was, which is always good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I really, yeah. I do like it when they um, bring them back now mm. and
1: again. Stephen also gives some insight into uh, Russell's plans, because he's obviously talked to Russell about it.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. He said, I'm really curious to see what Russell's second go-round is like, what he's done now, because being the restless man he is, it won't be the same as the first time. Don't think you know what you're going to get. You don't. <gasps> I know a little bit, because we chatted. He wouldn't be doing this unless he could scare the living shit out of you. It will you? be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because um, yeah, I, I watched a bit of that interview, and he says that Mo- he, he only told Moffat the day before. Really? Yeah, he sent him an email saying, I'm going to be doing it again. And, and he then, didn't think it was real, did no, he? No, he like, woke up, he's like, he'd come back from a restaurant a little bit tipsy, and he'd seen the email, and he read it again the next morning and phoned Russell up. He was like, yeah. Gets announced today
1: yeah that's crazy yeah. and he said that um, him and Russell had also spoken about the casting of the 14th Doctor I, do you know
0: what how lovely it is to uh, hear that they're still
1: in correspondence yeah and,
0: and that they still value each other's opinions and stuff like mm. that it really does sort of take you back to like Two thousand early two thousands. Yeah. It's really I quite like
1: it. One of my favourite things is um there's an interview of the two of them when they released kind of their um, oh, yeah, well, novelizations their books, of their, yeah. their stories. And they both had such different approaches and yeah. such respect for how the other one worked yeah, yeah, and loved each other's work. Yeah. And you yeah. Because
0: I wonder if if, if was staying if he would have gone to Moffitt for suggestions on who the next Doctor would have been, I can't see it.
1: You don't get the vibe that Chibnall is as close to either of them as they are yeah. to each other. I
0: think he, I think he's quite close with with Russell.
1: Yeah, because I remember Russell saying a thing like the the movies yeah.
0: and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like it. I mean, the fact that they're having those discussions about who can play the Doctor... Yeah, well... If if the discussion isn't there for Stephen to come back and write an episode... It has to happen at some point. I feel like he will at least be asked. Yeah. Whether or not he says yes is a different thing.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, um, Russell didn't actually go into too much detail with Stephen, because when Russell started... um, I think Moffat basically stopped the conversation saying, just surprise me, I don't care, I don't want to know, I want to sit in the audience. So Moffat's kind of taking the same perspective that Russell was taking with Flux, where he doesn't want to know anything and just wants to enjoy it as a watcher. Yeah, Yeah. it's all
0: very exciting. And it's hard to talk about it and not sort of think about the industry behind the scenes, stuff on why certain people have returned and stuff like that. But we'll save that for another day. But I just think it's really exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it and within a year we can then properly start speculating and in a year we will know who the next doctor is I mean over. definitely
1: because we're going to get a regeneration it's open-ended. so speaking of there's been a lot of talk about one actor in particular uh, Omari Douglas um,
0: yeah we but, spoke about it last week
1: yeah but uh, did you talk about them both addressing the rumours
0: uh, we, we spoke about Ollie saying that um, Omari should be the next right. doctor and that he basically ruled himself out of it hmm.
1: But now Amari himself and Russell G. Davis have both thrown their hat in the ring on the discussion of the casting of Amari as the Doctor. Okay. Um, Amari has said, that's news to me. Very flattering to be be thought of though, especially with Russell returning as showrunner. Um. That's all he said. Oh, is that all he said. Yeah, he, so quite a uh, non-committal. I think he'd be great. Yeah. Obviously, he's not had those conversations yet. He's not. I mean, like, I think it's
0: interesting that everybody at the moment is just going through the casting cast. Mm. I think there's two at the moment who haven't been picked. Yeah. There's a tall guy with long hair. and oh, a guy yeah. Who looks like Alan Partridge. Mm. Um, they're the only two who haven't really sort of had their names thrown out. Yeah. But um, the three. You, uh, Ollie, Lydia, and Amari. My personal ranking is Lydia, Amari, and Ollie.
1: Hmm. And we'll get to Lydia in a minute. But Russell has also... Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Russell has also uh, said... Russell, interestingly, has spoken more about Amari Douglas than Amari himself, um, saying, "Um, he's just got everything you need in a leading actor. He's fearless and limitless and stays great fun, even when the subject matter is tough. We had the works of Amari in It's a Sin, sex scenes, drag, riots, grief, and I don't remember Amari giving a single question or doubt. So, uh, I mean, I don't think that's an indication that there's going to be sex scene, drag, riots, or grief <laughs> with the Doctor. I mean, none of those would necessarily... Well, maybe sex would be out of the sex scenes. Grief? I mean, the Doctor grieves all the time, yeah. yeah. Um, I can imagine a Doctor in drag, in the riots... I can't imagine the doctor having a sex scene. I, yeah, especially seeing this as it's a family show.
0: I, I, I found it interesting. I saw an interview <laughs> with Russell where Was it? Was it Russell? It was something. And they asked him if he was come up with Doctor Who. I, oh no, it was Stephen doing his Oxford Q and A thing. And they said like, um, he was surprised that Russell was returning because like he doesn't think of Doctor Who. Like he doesn't come up with ideas anymore or stuff mm. like that. So the fact that he's returning, I think, is quite surprising. So mm. maybe that does mean it's going to go a completely different direction. I
1: don't imagine it will not. Be a family show. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, it will do... be, yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, like the whole like scope. Oh yeah, of the absolutely. Show. I
1: think it's going to be super ambitious and unlike anything we've seen. Yeah. Because we forget how much Russell changed the show and the understanding of the show when he first came back in 2005. Like. Yeah. Get off the back of doing End of Time. Russell was the one who introduced the idea that regeneration is like death for that incarnation. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could see similar innovations on the Doctor as a character, the lore, how we interpret the world of the show. I'm
0: watching, uh, well, because we're watching who at the moment, and Ark in Space is Tom Baker's second story. Mm. And you, you don't know. You say, if if I, if Harrison hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known. He, he's not like, who am I, trying to discover himself again. It's mm. just like there. Yeah, I um, just kind of accept that. Yeah, years uh, yeah, I think, you know, I'll save it when I talk about Classic Who, but, like, uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, how much that show did change, and now it's all going to change again. Mm. But no, I think it'd be great. My He'd be uh, up there with one of my choices to play the Doctor.
1: Yeah, I'd love him. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, moving on to uh, your top choice, Lydia West, because you have a bit of a <laughs> we, insider we info about this.
0: We, we hunted down Russell, and we asked him, well, what ha- what happened? Did he posted a picture? Do of you
1: explain it? You he, because I believe Lydia West received some sort of outstanding BAFTA. Kind of, I don't know if it's a nomination or like a recognition thing. Yeah, but, but BAFTA have recognised Lydia West in some way. And, but it's a sin, I think. Yeah, and or just in general, and Russell T Davis made this post, just very glowing, yeah. talking of how much he loved Lydia West and yeah. how she's all these things. And then uh well, I've got post comment.
0: notifications on for Russell. Ever since he announced he was coming back, I was like, "Well, I missed it, so I should have my post notifications on for him." So every post on Instagram, I get a notification. It came up, and I, it was a picture of Lydia. And they also, obviously, I instantly went, "Oh, maybe he's just announced she's the Doctor, or something like that." A lot of people just think yeah. that in the comments. Yeah, So I just left a comment. I think he said like brilliant actor, brilliant actor, or whatever. And I just put dot 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 and the fourteenth Doctor. Question mark or something like that. Yeah. And then in the past, when we've commented on Russell's stuff, where we've sort of alluded to stuff in the past, he usually doesn't interact with it. Mm. And you had said, I would be surprised if he likes that comment. And literally within 30 seconds later, my phone goes off again. Bing! RTD likes your comment of, and the 14th Doctor. Now, that doesn't say anything at all. It could
1: mean nothing. It could mean absolutely nothing. But it could mean something. It could mean something. It could mean why, something.
0: Why, would you, why would you like
1: it? I, I think it clearly means... He's thought about Yeah, it. he's thought about... It's under consideration. It's yeah. on the cards that Lydia West could be the 14th Doctor. In the same way that Amari okay. Douglas yeah. is on the cards to be the 14th Doctor. Yeah.
0: Do you think Russell's... Like, Chidmore was... He only was looking at auditioning women for the role. He didn't look at any guys. He knew the Doctor was going to be a woman. I feel like Russell's... Do you think Russell's got a more open... Yeah.
1: Well, spectrum. I feel like kind of... Um, the doors have been blown open now yeah. um, that the doctor can be any gender, any race. Uh, it doesn't matter. As long as they're a great actor, they're a good fit for the doctor. Yeah. So I feel like Russell is going in with a totally, completely open mindset as to who this could be. Yeah. I imagine it will be someone he's worked with in the past. Yeah. Um, it might not even be, it might be a complete, Outside I, well. I, I
0: would be very surprised. Yeah. Had he worked with any of it before? Oh, Lydia West. He'd worked with
1: Lydia West on uh, years, years and years. years, but the rest of them I think were new. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And had he worked with. I've got, I'm then going back to Years and Years, who he'd, he'd worked, worked with.
1: He'd worked with Virgil Tovey before. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if he'd worked with anyone else from that show before.
0: I imagine they might have had bit parts in Doctor Who. Possibly, yeah. Jessica Hines.
1: Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course.
0: Uh, yeah. Bits and bobs, isn't there? Mm. It's exciting to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd love it to be Lady West. She's my top choice. Mm. Who's your top choice? Is it still Ollie?
1: It was Ollie, but Ollie has quite kind of resolutely shut that down. Yeah. And I kind of am always in a place where maybe with kind of the success and nominations he received from It's a Sin and also his music career seeming to be as successful as ever, maybe Ollie Alexander is too big to play the Doctor. I don't think he is. You don't think so? No, no, no. I feel like he's more
0: focused on his music at the moment.
1: Yeah, which is, you know, of course, you want to pursue his own his own artistry. Did you
0: notice that he was when Doctor Who Chapter Six aired? They fit, it, it ended and then they went to Strictly and, and <laughs> years was and years as yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy. But yeah, cool. Anything else? Um, that's all the news that we have. So it's, Should we, we do some quick recommendations? Sure. We normally do recommendations at the Watch Long, and there is recommendations later. I think. But I feel like since we're not going to be... Do- you're not going to be doing a watch-along until the new year, mm. we should do some recommendations in the main part of the show as well. Yeah. Go on.
1: Well, I mean, I've already uh, hint- said... act surprise, everybody.
0: He's an idiot and he's forgotten he's already told us.
1: So I'd like to recommend... I know it's quite a mundane, everyday thing, but um, making sure if you're not already vaccinated or get the booster jab or whatever. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's... It's probably not something I need to say. It's probably something you already know. But obviously, we're not out of the woods yet with this pandemic. It looks like things could be changing. And I feel like just anything we can do to protect ourselves... I mean, even now, at the time of recording, uh, it's not... you ve- in a
0: hazmat suit. Hmm? You're sat in one of those big hazmat suits. Hmm. And he's constantly spraying me with disinfectant. Just sat there... Psh,
1: psh, psh. Yeah, but uh <laughs> if I could I would. <laughs> um but uh basically you know you should. <laughs> I mean I've already tried to get an appointment for a booster jab, even though I think it's two days before it's open to our age group. Yeah. But it's like do what you can and I know it's come out of nowhere, but it's like I feel like usually your le- common sense people. Yeah. <laughs> just be safe. Well
0: you can get the jab, go and get it. Yeah. Uh, get it sorted it, wear your mask when you can mm. well, if you I, can't wear a mask make sure you've got your lanyard
1: yeah like I see people
0: on t- I saw one of those lanyards for the first time like actually was able to look at one because I had a friend come round and she was wearing it and um, she was like had like the sun, the sunflowers on it and I was like oh, oh yeah. can I look at it and like it actually says like like on the back like your stuff like mm. the reasons you can't that's cool so like if you generally can't wear one I'd definitely look at getting one yeah clothes. because like you, you know
1: it's good because mm. I, I see people on like the train all the time where I'm mean, now I obviously keep distance, keep masks because that's the rules now. But I see people just uh, casually not wearing a mask, not thinking about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, ah, pardon? Yeah,
0: I mean I get it. I totally understand why some people are against it now more than ever with everything that's come out recently.
1: Yeah, it doesn't help. There's been a huge yeah. lack of faith and trust yeah, yeah, in yeah. our leader. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> so I totally. But, so when I see people not wearing a mask, I'm not as annoyed as I was. A Year ago, yeah. I'm not like, what the fuck are you, idiot? You're gonna kill us all, you know, like whatever I was in March 2020. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I totally get why you don't want to wear a mask, it's your choice, but I mean, it's con- Fucking get a mask, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it's for those around you, just yeah. be considerate, be safe, all of that. I know, yeah. Tim, do you have a more fun recommendation?
0: Um, so uh, yeah, I do actually, yeah, it's not a TV show or anything like that. Um, basically. On Saturday was my three-year anniversary of being self-employed. Thank you for my gift.
1: You never told me. I
0: thought you would have known.
1: I didn't... didn't...
0: Anyway, um, and I've been working at nightclubs and stuff and being self-employed doing photography, and I've sort of fluctuated between... Flux. Yeah, very good. Between various clubs, but there's always been one consistent club that I've always worked at, and I've posted a load of photos over the last three years of me at this club with all my work colleagues and stuff. And there was one, and I realised I didn't actually have a picture of me and my boss. So when I went to work that night, me and my boss got a picture taken. And it's a really nice picture, and I really like it. And then uh, my he made it his profile picture. Oh. The picture of me and my boss. And I, it was one of those things. I was like, that's, like, so nice. Because mm. I was like, he didn't have to do that. I think, like, the original one was probably, like, him and his son. <laughs> and I'm, he only put it up as, like, a temporary yeah. profile picture. But I was like, oh, that's actually really, like, I was like... Uh, so basically what I'm recommending is if you are a boss or an employer uh, if you're a higher put of business just try and be really nice to like your employees because I think they really appreciate it mm. spe- not just at work but in social life as well just try and be nice because like We, like, me and my bosses and stuff, like, we message each other outside of work and we'll send, like, movie trailers to each other. Like, I woke up the other day and there was a message from one of my bosses and it was the Sonic 2 trailer. He was like, this looks awesome, what do you think? And I was like, yeah. And then another boss was like, do you want to go and see Craig Childs, who is from soul show with me? And I'm like, yeah. So I think just, like, if you you are of a position of power, I do in quotation marks, just be nice to, like, your employees because I think they really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. valid. Um, and also, I would like to mention Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Okay, so I ordered a a Christmas present, and it said it had arrived and it had been handed to a resident, but um, it's not here. So I'm not sure if either one of my neighbours has stolen it or if it just isn't here and it's been a mistake. So I phoned up Amazon, and they were very helpful with uh, you know trying to help me find this parcel. And they said that They were going to phone me Back in a couple of days But what really Took me by surprise Is the lady on the phone Like once the whole Thing had finished She went And how are you Are you okay Is your mental health Good How are your family Like just like yeah. Asked me like How I was doing And I was like It took me by surprise But I was like I'm actually really good And you know When you're like, like I feel like they should Do that more
1: often With customer yeah, service Yeah totally.
0: So just be nice And check in on people I guess is what I'm going to recommend This week Especially near Christmas Yeah I
1: mean I know that I'm To my own admission I'm bad at checking in On people <laughs> Um, I'm really bad at instigating that and it is going to be kind of a new year's resolution of mine to just be more front coming with yeah. kind of seeing how people are meeting up with people so what
0: I will recommend off the back of that is if somebody does reach out to you don't just blank them
1: totally because sometimes you
0: find that that person has reached out because nobody's reached out to them mm. so they're messaging you because they might not feel the best and if you don't reply to them then it's going to make them feel like shit yeah absolutely yeah so there you go uh, anything else? should I just check the news really quickly on Dr. yeah
1: a? yeah what, what's our subscriber count right right now? Ah,
0: should we mention that WhovianChoicer was? Oh, yes. But it's now closed. Mm. The, I think it all gets announced maybe next week.
1: So, Nick Zeke, you'll know whether or not we we'll, got anything. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll uh, I imagine they're going to post a video. Yeah. What do you want to do? Do you want to watch that video together? Or do you just want to watch it whenever? Or do you want me to watch it and send you the results?
1: Uh, what time is it? When's it come out? Uh, no idea. Because uh, I'm I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna out. watch it when it comes. Out. Okay, because I'm gonna be at work for okay, a while. So nice. yeah,
0: yeah. So the voting closed. I know some people of you did vote. So thank you very much for that. Um, the live subscriber count last time I checked was 20 subscribers away from 1,000 subscribers.
1: We can? Do you think so. we can get to 100 1,000 subscribers this week?
0: I I hope so. Yeah,
1: I think we we our goal was to get to a thousand by the end of the year, and that feels attainable
0: um here we go our current subscribers is one is 980 okay so 20 more subscribers i reckon we can do that in a week yeah i know we normally do this at the top of the video but it's been because we haven't had an episode of dot two this week it's been a bit uh bit of a different episode all over
1: the place all over the shop
0: yeah, yeah. do you want us do you want to take us into arcus Space part two
1: how am i meant to do that <laughs> it's up to you so uh tim um I've had a real, uh, I've had a real uh, problem with my arc yeah. recently. Yeah, my arc's going to space, and, uh, and it's not just one part of my arc. It's the second part. So it's like part my, I've got my arc in space, part two. That's a real, that's a real doozy, isn't it, Tim? I didn't even watch this one. Shut up! Shut up! Shut the thing up, pop up, up. Humans up. In one respect, you are better at subscribing. Seek. Locate. Subscribe.
0: What's the point in having you all? we back. Yeah, we're doing in Space Part 2. Written by... Robert Holmes. Should we talk about the opening titles? Because we didn't speak about them. Yes, yeah,
2: that's so, so, oh yeah. I'm. Um, I'm. Um, funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Opening titles are quite like. Uh, well,
0: these like the was, iconic Doctor Who yeah. opening titles, aren't they? I feel there's, um, David Tennant's and this are like the two. Yeah.
2: Because it has that. It has that. You know that like diamond logo. That's yes. Very classic. Yeah, yeah. Who? It's something with the you know the um McGann one. That, yeah, one. that one. Yeah. That Yeah. It's amazing, is it? But no, um, what do you think
0: to having the doctor's face in the openings? Like yeah,
2: um, I love it personally, I think it's great, um, because it really gives off that, like, kind of like because they did eeriness. it with Matt Smith, didn't they? Yeah, they had it very uh, briefly, it was like a glimpse which worked, but like it'd be really cool if they brought that back somehow. But if it's not as obvious, that hence why, I like, I like the one that had, like Matt Smith's clips, yeah. just like a glimpse, yeah, I liked it, yeah, Ooh. because otherwise, I know in the perchery, it looked really odd with him like heading towards the camera
0: <laughs> yeah with all the glowing light yeah but i mean yeah i
2: do like having like tom's like face in in
0: the titles yeah. i like any dog's face in the title you said yeah. you had an interesting point to make yeah in last week's episode but you didn't get a chance to make it
2: yeah i was so it's interesting because um i realized so in terms of classic here if anyone's watched um revenge of the Cybermen, which is also in um season 12 I've just, like, realised that the location in Revenge of the Simon is the arc from Ark in Space, and it's kind of a follow-up. I won't say
0: what happens in spoilers, but...
2: So it's almost like, you know, like... She, yeah, she's almost like, you know, it's like... Is Revenge um, of the
0: in a future episode? It's
2: in the future episode in Season 12. Okay. It's what we're in now. So it's almost like, you know, like, um, Satellite 5 is in... Um, oh, that's interesting. And then it returns
0: in the finale. Okay. It's the same here, essentially. Well, so maybe we might have to do that at one point. Yeah. Um, Sarah Jane, she's frozen... Um, Sarah Jane she's frozen she's a big old ice pop another 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 Sarah Jane light episode where she just really gets demon it's the same again isn't it like we've got dams on distress thing but like she does get fooled out but then we have that unfrozen woman with the short hair Vira. yeah who gets a lot of screen time while Sarah Jane's just sort of yeah, I Still mean, around. yeah, I mean, we can only
2: hope that she gets more to do in parts three and four. But as of right now, she's just—I mean, you know—as of right now, she's not contributing anything to the plot whatsoever. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame to see. But like, as I said, we're only halfway into this, so we can't have a complete outlook on it. But I get what you mean. Yeah, she's just almost like a person to talk to to give exposition to. I think Harry's like a they're lot giving more him adults. a lot of screen time, are yeah.
0: they? There's some great stuff with just him and the doctor just chatting with each other. Mm. Harry's very chill. He is, isn't he? Like even from the cliffhanger and how that resolved, I just thought, well, what was the point of that suspense? Yeah, like he was like, <laughs> like, where did that come from? I was like, out oh, did that come? Yeah, I
2: find it so there? hilarious that he was that calm there, and then like as as um as kind of um Sarah Jane like came out of her like form, she was like. Ooh. What's happening? Like screaming. Yeah, well,
0: I, I wrote that down <laughs> because she's like scared of everything. I'm like, what's going on? She's been and done all this stuff before with John Pairsley, yeah. so I was well, the sort of... plan of the
2: spiders wasn't too long ago. We've got tons of timelines. Yeah, so... so I was
0: slightly confused why Sarah Jane was scared of everything.
2: I would like to believe, like, eventually. I mean, obviously, like, I I presume I'm no expert, obviously, but when you kind of travel with the doctor, I presume it's quite frightening at first, but it has to come to a point where I was just another monster, right? (laughs) Yeah, same with, like, um, Scooby Doo and Shaggy. There comes a point where they've got to be like, yeah, we've we've seen this before. Should
0: we talk about the giant slug, which is clearly just a man in a sleeping bag?
2: Yeah, you you could tell it's bubble wrap and, like, green, something. You can even, like, see the. uh... Yeah. I mean, you know, as I said in the last part, the classic who is classic who, but yeah, obviously it's it's harder to watch it it's coming infected, from the new. Though, who. Isn't it? it's, uh...
0: it's, it's quite eerie when you it see is, it. Isn't it. I like to put sort of a glow in the dark paint on it. I think
2: I think that's one of the highlights classic who has with like it's a lot of like ooh, like practical costumes which works well with like new who your times so it's quite heavy on like CGI. But it got that eeriness across. I mean, I liked, like, I like how this is quite eerie, how you've only, as I said, I've only, like, seen the monsters or the threat f- in the dark or in glimpses. Yeah. So it's kind of be interesting to see how that plays out in parts three and four with this, you know, with, like, Noah turning into this green What's, like, blob what thing. What was the thing that came
0: out of the cupboard called? Uh what the Mantis um, is that what it's called? Oh what what that um that the, the green fly. slime that was yeah. in that container. No, yeah, like the giant fly thing that fell over the Um table. I don't
2: know if it had a name or not. I don't know. Don't, you, some... don't,
0: you don't really see it, do you? You just see the back of it.
2: Nah, it, it was almost like they ran out
0: of budget or something. <laughs> mm. But we saw its face at the, the end of last week's episode. So When it falls out, you see a big fly head. It's a bit annoying, obviously.
2: It, like, it comes out and you think, oh, this would be cool. And then it's just lying on its back towards the camera flight yeah. <laughs> All of this part. So I get what you mean, There's but... It's some
0: terrible miniatures. Like yeah, the spaceship the... itself, when they show it in space... I'm like, oh they could've I feel like Mm there's all everything was very rushed back then.
2: I believe it was. I, I honestly believe, like, um, I know this didn't happen. I know, I know this happened in like, like, Colin Zero a lot. But I know that, um, like, production in general for Classic Who was very tight. They're literally like film one, like, in a very small period of time, then go right into the next one. Yeah. So it's to be like expected again. The Doctor was, gets shot. He gets shot. He gets atomized, and he's completely fine. I find it so funny his reaction is. I was like, it, it, like, it's saying something important. I thought that was really Oh, uh, that's shiny. quite good,
0: isn't it? Yeah. And then that guy gets slimed. Yeah, he, he gets slimed. I mean, He gets a bit Noah. of slime on his hand. Yeah, Noah. And then he
2: falls over. Yeah, his... I mean, I I honestly think the actor's overacting a teeny bit in some bit. You know, <laughs> I, I do remember the bit where he goes, that, like, No more aliens!
0: And then that other, guy gets, <laughs> that other guy gets shot, doesn't he? And he's like, his arms fly back and he goes, Oh, <laughs> well, yeah! It was, um, on back. Livery in it, yeah. yeah.
2: That, yeah, that um, whisk guy. There's a
0: really nice aesthetic to these episodes. though. They look really nice. No, well, they do. They don't look as cheap as I was imagining they were gonna. Well, You're not wrong. Um, I like the I like the
2: exterior of the spaceship. You know, and on that stairwell, that black. Yeah, period. it's quite, it's good, quite isn't atmospheric, it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it looks quite realistic, isn't it? Yeah, and I like the grain on the um film. You
0: can like you I can think see that's it. just see It's that old film. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not a choice. I mean, I don't know if it. I don't know if it is or not. No, it's not but... so because it's fucking like thirty plus years old. It's classic, here, isn't it Let's go with that. But it looks atmospheric. They made that choice to shoot it in the ship's quality.
2: I'm a I'm a film student, so at times I. Overanalyze potentially. Um, oh, okay. have
0: they ever done updated
2: effects? Oh, they have. Yeah, in those Blu-ray releases, that have. You know the ones that've got the like the doctor on the front. Yeah, and the, and the what do they logo. look
0: like? I wonder if I watched them if I'd be more invested. I mean,
2: I've um, seen a few of them. It's, it's not as if it's a groundbreaking change, but it's improvement. For yeah, sure. it definitely looks like better. Um, think you get the choice in those Blu-rays to watch it as it was or with the updated effects. Yeah.
0: You that know, might be it. interesting. Let's look at that. Yeah, I like the effect at the very end where he takes his hand out of his pocket. he a big green, slobby hand. Yeah, that's a really. It looks even Alan. It looks cool. Like it, like.
2: Uh... It's just like nice to see more emphasis on like practical like things and whatnot. I think that happens with like most of the franchises. Even with like um like it's like Star Wars, you get the classic like trilogy, a lot more focused on practical effect, and then you get the prequels, which is just what CGI. Yeah. Um so yeah, it it looks cool and I I like that slow reveal. And it's interesting we we haven't still had a clear close up of what the actual main villain is yet, apart from that green thing in that container we saw.
0: Yeah, one where it's like the one where it's sort of doing that on the floor and then just yeah. like, Switching around the floor. Which so I the, like. The fourth doctor gets separated from the from Harry and Sarah in this, doesn't he, quite early on. Yeah. Spends a lot of his time on his own.
2: I like this to be honest. I think I think this is a complaint I've had in a lot of like uh, new here, and it's not just in like Jodie's here, but like like when the companions are constantly hanging out with the doctor, they're just like, you know, they just get handed exposition to them. Yeah. I like when they get their own time to shine. So when Harry's on his own with like um uh, Vira or whatnot and when the doctor's having that chat. I think it works well and like it, it's really cool to like um have them split up because otherwise it just gets a bit too crowded in my personal opinion. That's yeah. just me.
0: Um What else you got? I'm all out. Anything else? Anything else that you particularly
2: like? I mean, I, I just like how this is, like, building. It's slowly building more and more, and you get, you know, we're learning more about the exposition of what's happened. Like, the first part, you didn't know what happened to Earth, and the yeah. second part, you hear it's like, so flares and whatnot, and you hear how this cryo-freeze has gone wrong. It's been hijacked by this yeah. alien thing. So it's really cool, just
0: like... I wonder if yeah. you watched... Um, one and two back to back, how they would hold up as a one episode yeah. I wonder if you would think it was quite slow, or if, or if I wonder if the two cliffhanger endings would sort of work quite well as like two suspense points throughout the episode. I think potentially.
2: I mean, I just I don't know because like cause that cliffhanger to part one where that madness came out, I thought okay, this is cool, and then like Harry's reaction just kind of completely killed it for me. Like oh. Okay. that's thing yeah, yeah it just yeah. falls on the floor and i thought okay that fun a bit flat for me yeah but it, it, yeah it'd be interesting to judge them on their own but i honestly think on their own it works well and like as i said earlier you know it's like with flux and like each episode's its own thing but at the end you yeah. get that you know um but no i like i i think it works well i'm i'm, I'm enjoying this a lot and it's really cool to get into classic who um, you know, because I, I know on this this, like, on this 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 channel, so it's like new who focus. So it's yeah. nice to get some classic who yeah. in
0: there, man. Let's do the quiz.
2: You, you, not me. I hate being patient. Patience is for winners. Do the quiz. There was
0: no quiz last week. Um, I've got two oh. questions for you here, Harrison. One that oh, I know you want to know the answer to, so let's start with that one. I'm, I'm it, finish the about. quotes. Right. Touch that switch and I'll blank you. Uh, I need some more concise. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, right. What the fuck did you
2: think? Uh, was? <laughs> this is Gerald Doctor Who. I'll, what, slap you? No. Nope. I'll,
0: I'll give you two guesses. Uh, please do. I'm not. Atomize. Atomize, yeah. So you didn't get that one. That was what I thought you were going to get. Right. If the Doctor and Harry didn't rescue Sarah, how many years would she have been frozen for? Oh, God. They say it in the episode. No,
2: I, I know they do. It's either 10,000 or 5,000, three thousand. Uh... So it? was. 3,000. Anyway, the... moving on from the...
0: You <laughs> know, worse than Harry. I do
2: is. like this episode. I just thought I'd point out. <laughs> I like it that much. I was that engrossed. But like, did I, like, I didn't you know any of the details. I didn't know the. Oh, I like Doctor Who. I promise. <laughs> I, I had the, the
0: Um oh Since we didn't do a quiz last week and we did recommendations, uh, we won't do recommendations this week. We did the quiz. Um, yeah, cool. So all the that I mentioned it last week, and if I haven't mentioned it in the in the news bit to start with, the interview with Johnny, who played Passenger, is out now. Uh, you can go back and. you can Find that there's lots of old interviews that we've done with Dr. cast before, and um, so we're going to listen to all of those. There's some really cool, interesting stories there about. Filming Dots Who with Christopher Eccleston in Series 1. There's some, like, never-before-haired stuff. It's good stuff, isn't it, Harrison? Yeah,
2: so absolutely, mate. And on this on this channel, guys, we've got all sorts of content. It, it isn't just the watch-alongs. We've got everything. We've got interviews from current series, from Flux, with Passenger. We have it all. We've got variety. And we've got some, like, audio stuff in, like, the future we're talking about, aren't we? That's what you said, isn't it? Did I? Yeah, you did. You know, like you know, the um, the epic return of the big finish. Oh uh, yeah, we're looking yeah. at doing some more big yeah. finish
0: stuff. Uh, Get some audio in there. Maybe not some battles, stuff, maybe some reviews. We'll have yeah. to wait and see. Cool with me. Um, cool beans. Right, I'll say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks Arrows for watching, so guys,
2: and don't watch. forget to like, comment, and subscribe for exclusive content on bigger on the inside
1: podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the official bigger on the inside podcast.